Alright guys, you guys are now tuned into another episode of Zay TV Presents the Ratchet Hour And you bum bitches know what it is You motherfuckers know what it is It's the king and I'm back today And today I have my special guest with me She is my sister, she is a radio personality TV personality And she came all the way from California We have Miss Dawn Rose in the building Hey, hey I'm really rocking right now y'all to... Y'all can't see but she trying to be real sturdy <laughs> Listen, I'm so happy to be here, bro. Like, I really support ZTV. Duh, from the beginning, I always said, like, what's up? Like, I was on your line. But if I was your intern. <laughs> I was <laughs> your intern. I was coming late, y'all. I was a bad intern. But you're doing your thing, though. I'm proud of you. Yeah, so my baby Dawn is here today, and we're going to get into a lot of things. So usually I have Taylor with me, and Taylor is my co-host, but Taylor, unfortunately, well, fortunately, it's fortunate, unfortunately. Unfortunately, she couldn't be here today because she's going on a trip. Taylor is somewhere on a plane somewhere, about to land wherever she is. I love but, Taylor, my little Dominican mommy. Yes, I love oh, her. Yeah, I love her too. But today we have Dawn in the building. Hey, Callie in the house. Callie in the house. Bay area, what's good? Oh, Bay Area. Ooh, hi, <laughs> just, no, oh, hi, Watch out, y'all. She got a gun. She from the Bay Area. <laughs> All right, but we're going to get to some things today. I'm going to let you know how the show goes. It's very simple. We just talk our ish. We talk about reality TV. We talk about music. We talk about everything. So I want to start off with a weekend review. We do this every week when we start the show. So just tell me, how was your weekend? Because I see you back in New York. So how was your weekend? How you feeling? My weekend was cool. I came to New York um, strictly for a dental appointment. You know, I got my braces. That mm-hmm. comes off next month. Thank you, God. Um, so I came back out here for that. Couldn't transfer that back to Cali with me. And then I just been chilling. I've been hanging out. I've been wanting to come back to the studio. So I hit you up like, yo, when the shows, I'm coming support. Period. I didn't think I was going to get on the mic, though, but I'm always prepared, you know. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So I can, you know, always catch up. But I just been cool. It's been good to be back in cold-ass New York, but... What? Don't talk about New York. I love New York. I cannot live nowhere else but New York. No, facts. Like, I really do miss New York. I miss, like, the fast pace of it. I miss being able to, you know, come to the studio record when I want. Exactly. So, I feel it. I really miss it. But it's been cool. Your weekend was fly or what? Um, I don't know what I... It's been so long from the weekend. But right. um, I don't know what I did. I think I did go out. I got, like, I ordered, like, a lot of clothes. I got to link with my friends. My weekend was really chill. I think I went out to, like, a few, like, bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my weekend was really chill, you really relaxed. It. I be trying i feel like i'm always in the house but i'll be trying to like go out have some fun mm-hmm. yeah, that was that's my, my goal since i graduated i feel like i just have too much time on my hands i need no i feel like i'm not being social enough right that's, that's my issue i'm not being social i like i feel all the face of the earth i'm never on social media only on my black girl daily stuff but that's pretty much it yeah shout out to it. black girl daily you better plug that guys go yes. follow black girl daily on instagram black.girl.daily Period. And follow her official Instagram, at official Don Rose. Yeah, official Don Rose, yeah. Period, guys. <laughs> so, we're going to talk, we're going to get into a lot of things today, a lot of different topics. We're going to start off talking about the Oscars and what happened. So, basically, the Oscars was this weekend. It was a hot-ass mess. Like, yeah. they had the lowest ratings ever that they, the Oscars ever had. And there was no black people nominated, really. Nope. It was only... Only people that were nominated was the people that won for um, Best Short Animated Clip, mm-hmm. which was um, the hair clip, yeah. that little hair um, anima- animation. And then um, Cynthia Arrivo was nominated, the lady that played in Harriet. Mm-hmm. But she's black, but she's like, all right, she black. I'm going to say she's black, but she's from the UK. She, she, I have my opinions on that, but she, she's not black, but... 
All right, so Cynthia Rebo <laughs> was the only one nominated. She was. And it was just like a hot mess, like a lot of stuff going on. I feel like um, people aren't watching these shows because everything is now on the phone. Everything is mobile. And nobody got time to really sit down and watch mm-hmm. award shows no more. But then I feel like people aren't watching it because y'all not nominated people that look like us right. to win these awards. Like, I stopped watching the Oscars when they mm-hmm. snubbed um, Will Smith. Yeah. They snub a lot of people. Will they, Smith, Angela Bassett, Jamie Foxx, and like a lot of just women, women too. Like you know, I feel like a, a lot. It wasn't a lot of women that was nominated either. Yeah, in my like opinion. I, but I feel like the Oscars always support like white women. I don't feel like they ever. They support, do. Like shout out to Parasite. They were the big winners, and I'm just happy that um. It was the first Asian movie to win something. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for all inclusive. Not just black people. I'm here for everybody of yeah, every minority right, winning. Right. And I just feel like... If they win, we win. Pretty yeah, much. if they win, we won. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I honestly feel that the reason why the ratings are so low is because like, we're at a time now where I feel like everybody is like... I hate to use this word, but woke. Yeah. I feel like black people are sticking together more, like, yeah. more than ever. Like, we galvanizing. Been, we've been on it. We've been realizing our power. And we've been like, okay, like we got the power to shut this down. We can cut, we cancel anybody. Yeah, we ain't finna play with nobody. Exactly. So we've been getting, we've been sticking together. Oh, the Oscars wanna play us? Okay, cool. We ain't gonna all watch it. You know Period. what I'm saying? Like, we all been sticking together, and I've really been liking that. Black women sticking together, encouraging each other. There's so many black, like, I'm competing with so many, we're not competing, but it's so many other black pages like mine. Like, it's, it's really yeah. inspirational. So we've been sticking together more, and that's why the Oscars got shut down the way they did. Um, I feel like, um, yeah, you said that perfectly. Perfectly mm-hmm. fine. That's how I feel. And then I feel like the hosts have to be entertaining. It hasn't been an entertaining host in a while. Like, bring back, well, Kevin Hart, he got in trouble. But I feel like once Kevin Hart got in trouble, they was like, all right, we're not letting no more black people right. host this. <laughs> but I just feel like they need to have. Harvey. Yeah, somebody entertain, <laughs> even though he's going to give the wrong award to somebody. <laughs> but yes, have somebody that's going to entertain us. I need that laugh, though. But shout out to Cynthia Revo, even though you have your feelings, I feel like she really looked beautiful on no, the, at the award show. She, she carried did. herself in a nice way. She did. She showed respect to the black um Black the, media. Yeah, which I really did appreciate. And so I have my issues because you know it was some old little clips that was resurfaced about what she said about African Americans, how she feels like, you know, we can be a little bit lazy and we kind of do all those slavery. Not Harriet Chas um Tubman child. She was saying that. And so she was telling us to um one of a blogger, she was in an interview or whatever. They were talking about it. You know, I think she she's is she Nigerian or she's British. She's British. She's British. So a lot of British and Nigerians, they feel like you know we do we did have the upper hand, but they don't understand that when we came here, we really have to start systematic oppression. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they don't get that, and so you know they go back home, they're rich, they know where they come from. We don't, and so that's the difference. And I don't like how she said that, and then she turned around and played Harriet. I was like, okay, we could have had you know somebody else play Harriet. I'm just glad it wasn't Julia Roberts. I'm just glad it wasn't her. Because they trotted, dotted, and frotted when they thought that she was going to play Harriet Tubman. Oh, my God, yes. I, I, she, no lie, though, Cynthia did her thing with Harriet. Yeah, she did. And I loved it. But also, I like, like, her, her dress. Did you see the white dress? Yes, the first I dress? it, of course. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Like, her skin. She's like a freaking... Shea Butter. Shea Angel. Butter. The only person that <laughs> had a dress that was even on her level was Billy Porter, Janelle oh, yeah. Monae. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, Janelle Monae. Oh, my gosh. She slayed. She's so beautiful. She is very beautiful. I seen her on um, Harriet. I was just like, damn, she's really naturally beautiful, like without makeup. Speaking of red carpet, it was a whole big conflama going on when um people seen that Black China was at the Oscars on the red carpet. And people was just like, what movie was Black China in? Why is she here? Everybody was like, embezzle. Like, <laughs> I just, no, I don't feel, I feel like, all right, so, so Blogs was saying that she was there because she's dating a producer now. Who? 
so like she's dating a producer of a major movie now and they saying that's why she was there you know if you see china got like some work done to her face yeah. she has a whole new face she has um a whole new skin color she look like demi bleach <laughs> she look real different demi bleach. Demi she bleach. died she was giving me marilyn monroe meets box head <laughs> she was giving me box head <laughs> lemon head realness listen like Brad's doll, like beige Brad. She was so yeah. She wasn't even light skin. She was looking ashy yellow. Okay. I don't know. I, one thing I say about Black China, but she is a hustler. Like she, she is a hustler. That's the original her skin. Spot. She earned her spot. That's right. Give her her seat. Yes. Give her look. She give her her seat. Power Period. of the pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Black China. She did that. Can't pay no dick, but she for sure earned that seat. That's right. She. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she can't stop no dick. Oh my God, that's right, Black China. You give. It's okay, I can't suck dick either, girl. I don't know how to breathe, right? I'm like, how the hell do y'all breathe? I'm dead. You, you feel like you're drowning. <laughs> I be like, okay, listen. It's <laughs> over. And they like that sloppy head out here in New York. Then people were just talking about, like, basically, um, why is she here? And then a lot of people, I didn't like that. A lot of people was bringing her down. Because right. it is fun, all funny games. I'm here for the jokes. But don't bring her down, like, why is she here? Because kind of, she, if. If it was a white woman, I don't feel like people would have been going so hard because Kim Kardashian has been there a lot of times. She ain't in no movie. Exactly. Um, all the Jenners have been there. They aren't in no movie. Right. She's kind of a Jenner. She's the black Kardashian Jenner. She is. And so they need to put some respect on her name because well, she ain't nasty nothing ass. different that Kim Kardashian did. Period. Pretty much, like, you can just see that, you can see the difference in, like, in, in colorism. Like, her and Kim Kardashian had literally gotten the game the same way. And look how far Kim is versus her. That's right. I feel you. That's crazy. You can see how you can see colorism within that, racism yeah. within that. Oh, Kim looks better. Or Kim is this because Kim's lighter. Or Kim's another race. You know, it's just crazy. Even though they want to be darker, they they always oh, paint yes. and they make up black, honey. Right. Real black. Right. Getting their lips all, you know. All fat and juicy like these African Americans. <laughs> we got a naturally baby. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment of the show, which is called Reality Bites, where we just go through a lot of reality TV shows and we just talk about what's going on and all that stuff, okay? So we're going to start off with Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is one of my favorite reality shows. And this week on Real Housewives of Atlanta, it was a it was a short show to me. Um, they had Kenya Moore versus Tanya, Tanya Sam. And I like Tanya. So basically the whole drama started off because Tanya exposed that Kenya Moore wears wigs sometimes. And we know that Kenya has a natural hair product. So Kenya has some tea that Tanya's husband was allegedly talking to this other woman called the Cookie Lady. And... <laughs> Kenya, they had a dinner to sit down and talk about it. You know how reality shows do. And Kenya brought the cookie lady with her. And it was just a whole bunch of drama. So, like, do you feel like Kenya went too far bringing the actual lady to meet with, like, with their circle? I feel like Kenya gave the cookie lady a spotlight. Yeah. She's putting her out there. Like, I don't want to, you can talk about it, but I don't know everybody knows who she is. Now, what they want to bring her on the show. Right. That That's the only thing. Because I'm messy. I love Tanya and Kenya because Tanya is like the opposite. She's so sweet, so cuddly, and Kenya is just fire. But Kenya, right. I love Kenya because she's good for reality TV. Like, we don't want to watch reality TV with nobody that's boring. We want to exactly. watch the drama, exactly. and Kenya brings it. Exactly, you're right. I feel like I don't really follow the um, Atlanta Housewives like that because you gotta you know, get into it, it. It has changed so much since, you know, a few people have left, but... But I do, I do enjoy having um, Portia on there. I do enjoy. I enjoy love having, Portia. Yeah, I do enjoy her. She definitely brings the drama. She does. Her and her husband. I do enjoy Kenya as well. But the other girls, I'm like. Mm. I love Kenya. I live for Marlo. I, okay, right. I love Marlo. 
I, I love me to Marlo. Okay? The prisoner. Marlo, she, she earned she earned her spot. My gangster auntie she with the fashion. Spot. Does she have a teacher? No, but she's a friend of the show and she makes more than a lot of the girls that start off in their first season. I need to be a friend of the show. Period. <laughs> Marlo, they know what Marlo is good for. Bring her on the trip so yeah. she can start up the pot and leave mm-hmm. and have the people arguing for like three episodes. Right, right. So they know what to do with her. Mm. Speaking of candy, since you brought up candy, in this episode, later they had Mama Joyce talking about um, how she still doesn't like Todd and she feels like if candy passes away, she wants to be power of attorney, which is she want to handle all of the stuff or she wants Riley to be power of attorney because she doesn't trust Todd with giving the money fairly to everyone and she doesn't trust Todd with um her house because her house is in Candy's name I would definitely do that I'm not gonna I mean I love my husband you know yeah but you your mama you know I, my mom got this like I'm gonna make sure my mama gonna handle that I love um Mama Joyce because she's so real and so yeah, authentic exactly so why would you not trust her to do that you know and then I feel like um it's not about Todd. I, mm-hmm. I kind of, I like Todd too, but some, he gives me a little shady vibe sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like he's so business, business that right. sometimes it comes across like all he cares about is money. And exactly. then I feel like he, Mama Joyce is looking out for Riley. She's, who, she's looking out for Riley, who's yep. not Todd's daughter. She was there before. Yep. She's looking out for herself and as she should because she's the mama. And I always feel like Todd is trying to put bad feelings in Candy's head about her mama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just her, she's looking wild. out for the legacy, period. Like, the legacy has to continue when, if you know, God forbid anything happened to Candy. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Then they also, in the show, outside of Real Housewives of Atlanta, but related to Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, they talked about, um, King and Moore did a couple of interviews and a lot of other people did interviews, Candy included, saying that they feel like as if Nene is being phased out of the show because she only appears in about three episodes and we're like 11 in, maybe nine. I think Nene's on her own thing. She's trying to get out of that reality TV. Like she, she pulling a tandem right now. No, I feel like they phasing her out and I feel like, I feel like she don't want to get out because she's making a million dollars. Nene, I love Nene though. She real. Nene making a million a season. That's I, crazy. I don't think she wants to get out, but I think they trying to phase her for budget cuts because. Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Why give her um a million dollars when you have Kenya Moore bringing the drama for way less? Mm-hmm. You have Marlo bringing the drama for even less than what Kenya is making. So it's like, girl, either you gonna take this pay cut or we gonna cut you out of these episodes. Yeah, give her a pay cut. Yeah, like, but I I feel like a million Nene, a season or episode. I think it's, I don't know if it's a season or per episode. Ooh, that's a lot. But I don't feel like Nene brings the drama anymore, and I feel like she doesn't mix well with these ladies anymore. Like, when she this season, she wasn't really she wasn't cool with Cynthia. Mm-hmm. She wasn't cool. That was her best friend, and she's wow. not cool with Portia. Eva wasn't speaking to her. Kenya doesn't like her at all. Only person she really had on her team was Kenya, and then the friends of the show, Tanya and Marlo. I wouldn't be mad if Nene had her own spin off of this. Like, if she was just, like, the person that was, like, she um got her own stuff her, about her and her own family. I wouldn't mind that. So you would watch a Nene spinoff? I would. I would watch it. Because I'm really into, like, you know, her and Greg and, you know, who was sick for a minute. And just if they was talking about stuff like that and how, you know, she's trying to get her own life, you know, get her own career. I don't feel like the spinoffs work. Like, I don't yeah. like Tardy for the Party. I don't like Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, Tardy for the Party is kind of... Tardy for the Party is kind of bland and mayonnaise, bland. okay? Yeah. <laughs> Very much mayonnaise. Definitely. But I think Nene have it lit. I mean, we'll be able to see her working and doing her own thing and distancing herself from that franchise. But, uh, girl, get that million. All right, so we're going to move on to our next show. <laughs> I didn't put it up here, but it's Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is basically um, what's going on in the show is still 
Kimbella is now really beefing with Yandy, and she's still mad over the fight that happened years ago with Yandy. Oh and she feel like Yandy didn't defend her, and now Kimbella is just dragging Yandy's name, okay? OMG. So they are still fighting. Still fighting. You think that they, like, that they're doing it for the show, or are they really, really at odds? I feel like Kimbella is doing it for the show. I feel like Yandy doesn't know what's going on with that. And she's like, why is she so mad at me, like, you know? Yeah, I feel like she needs to let it go, like... I feel like um, Kimbella is just, like, dragging it. She wants to be for Yandy. And I feel like Yandy's just not in that place no more where she wants to argue and yeah, fight with her. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, her husband's got out of jail. Like, she's probably like, you know, I'm not... She- yeah, she, her husband bought the, well, in the past, it was the past, like, yeah. this season was filmed, like, probably, like, a couple of months ago. Yeah. So, she probably was waiting for me in D.C. to come home. She don't want to have drama with you, like. Yeah, she don't want to be with you. She got this stuff going on. And I feel that. I feel like Camilla just want to keep it. Going. Keep it going, because she want to keep that check. Let's just be honest. You yeah. Know? You know, Jewel's is still, he's still locked up, right? Yeah, and allegedly, Kimbella is cheating on um, Jewel's, um, according to Star Brim. She, I don't believe she having sex for um a proposition herself for sex for interviews and stuff like that. Interviews and for what? Because you know Joelle's got an album coming out. Um, Kimbella's putting it together, so Ooh. I feel like she's setting things up with her. Kimbella's retract- allegedly. putting together Joelle Santana's album. Sis, you need to be friends with Yandy, not against Yandy. Exactly, and I feel like I feel like they just want to paint Yandy to be this bad character so they could get um camera time. That's true. Um, so Star Brim make how did she even get this information? Like, how did she even get in the cahoots and this? She finna be on Love and Hip Hop too? I don't know, but it seemed like it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about that later when we get to our next segment. Oh, okay. Cause I'm like Star Brim. Star Brim, yes, Cardi little friend. But we're gonna get into our last and final reality show, which we have is um Love After Lockup. I love that show. So I was watching it. Taylor Ta- March new season though. Shout out to Taylor because mm-hmm. Taylor put me onto the show because I only was watching three reality shows. Taylor put me on, so shout out to my baby. Yeah. So we talked about um Love After Lockup. She told me to watch it, and I met um I think it was a girl named Andrea and Lamar. They're on the new season. Yes, I'm Lamar from LA. They are so toxic. <laughs> you know Lamar. No, I don't know Lamar, but he, he's definitely a California nigga. Okay? They are so toxic. That's why I'm with Californians. So basically, um, the whole thing is that she's um Mormon and she wants him to change her relig- his yep. religion in this new episode. And he flips out and he says he's not doing it. This is too much, man. So my question just to you is, would you change your religion for your Absolutely significant not. other? I'm cutting you up. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know how much I love God ahead of my life? Yes, I don't think I would do it either. I can't. It ain't gonna work. I tried to date a Muslim before. It didn't work. It's just, and then when kids get involved, it's just too messy. It's like, yeah, like which way your kid gonna go? You, we can't. Muslim don't celebrate birthdays and stuff like that. But you know, or Christmas. Or Christmas. But my kid, you know, oh Christmas we do. So I want my kid to be able, you know, if I want to go against what you believe and what my husband believe and go against that, you know, I want to be disrespectful. Right. But it's just not gonna work. Or at least somebody who's I'm like Southern me. Baptist, honey. Southern Baptist. You know I'm Church of God in Christ, baby. Okay. Oh. God is head of my life. Head of my life. And he ain't, no, he ain't up for negotiation. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I would change my religion for anyone yeah, either. I feel no. like that's too much. That's too far. Like, I would celebrate your holidays and still celebrate mine. Like, I would incorporate both. Yeah, you could do that. But, and then I would, allow, if a kid was involved, I would let my kid choose. But I would never just be like, this is what it is, and my kid gonna do this. Right. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. That's too much for me. And then, too, like, you don't want the kid to feel bad. Like, you know, I really like my mom's religion. I don't know, you know. Yeah, you I'm, don't so, want... I'm sorry, Dad, but I really want to do my... Uh, you know, he don't, you don't make your kid make that hard decision. Period. That's too much. That's too much pressure on my little unborn child. <laughs> little DJ. <laughs> little DJ. But, but I feel you. But, yes. We ain't done with this, is we? No, we we done with um, reality bites. We huh? gonna move on to our No, next. we ain't gonna talk about Megan. Megan? The Virgin? No, I didn't see And her. Michael? 
Put me on. Let me know. Oh, let oh, wait. Let me lock up. Yes. Put me you on. You ain't got to that far yet. No, I'm not gonna keep watching this show, honey. Why? This is it's messing with my time. I'll be very busy, but you can tell me about Megan the Virgin. <laughs> Break down Megan the Virgin because this sounds very interesting. No, so Megan is a 20, I think she's 28. She's a virgin. She's dating this guy named Michael in jail. She lose her V card to him. After they after she they hook up, he she finds out finds out that he's married to a white girl named Sarah. Oh yes, Taylor told me that? about this. Yep, and Sarah and then Sarah's pregnant. So it's a whole lot of tra- like drama going on with that. But my whole thing is do you think Megan was dumb for like, cause she's still like in denial. Like she, he keeps telling her, you don't get divorced and he doesn't break up with Sarah. But my whole thing is this, like, I would have read for the heels after that I heard that he was pregnant. I mean, that he had somebody who was pregnant and on top of that, that he was married. Yeah, I feel that too. I would have been so mad like if I found, like don't deal with me if you're in a relationship or at least let me know at the beginning so that I could choose whether I want to deal with you or not. Yeah, but, he's very toxic. Yes, you know what else I seen on the show? It was right. some other girl. She had got pregnant while she was um while her husband was locked up, and she was talking about how the CEOs was letting them get private time and stuff like that. I seen that. Oh as well. yeah 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 yeah. That shows off. Listen. That yeah, show love after lockup is a different good. type of ghetto. It's too ghetto for me. I can't yeah, take it's it. It's crazy. And then this is like, ew, like these guys get out of jail. I'm like, how they smell? Like. <laughs> Shout out to y'all that's humping the prisoner, or former I know, prisoner. Listen. Shout out to the former prisoner. Shout out to everybody that's listening to this. Shout out to the love behind the bars, man. Period. Y'all hold me down. That's right. I support you. <laughs> we gonna move on to our next segment of the show, which is one of my favorites. It's Ooh. called Beef in the Streets, okay, honey? Ooh. Not beef in the sheets, not beef in the streets. It's beef in the streets with a Z, okay? Okay. So this is where we just break down a lot of the beefs that's going on over social media or just in general in the hip-hop mm-hmm. community. And we just, we, I break it down, we talk about it, and then I give somebody the W and somebody takes the L. All right? So we're going to get it started. Okay? Is we going to say the best for last? Or we gonna, we gonna no, we're going to get into it, okay? I'm going to get into it. All right, All right. so if, you don't, if you've been hiding under a rock, this, that's the only way you haven't seen this. So, basically, over the past week, Nicki Minaj and Meek Mills have been beefing crazy, and they have been pulling non-stops, firing all shots, no warning shots, straight headshots at each other. <laughs> and I'm just going to break it down for those of you who don't no know what happened Jack is nothing. Yes. They in the, they straight the headshots. They in the okay? So, let me let you know how this beef started. So, we all know that Nicki Minaj and Meek Mills was together for about a year or two. And basically what had happened was they broke up. Now Nikki, Mick has moved on. Nikki has moved on as well. Nikki is now married to Mr. Kenneth Petty from Queens. And Meek is now with Milano De Rouge, the girl with the clothing brand that prints the H&M shirt. She prints on the H&M shirts. Yeah, that was a big controversy that came Heavy out. Heavy on the sleeves. All right, so <laughs> what had came out was basically Meek Mills kept liking posts about how Nikki man can't dress and how basically saying he corny, right? Mm. So after Meek was liking those posts and saying that, I looked at Nikki's story. She was posting pictures of Meek and how he used to dress before he got with her. He was wearing um a skirt. He was dressed like a boys a Girl Scout. He had um creases in his suit at the award shows. Meek could not dress. And shout out to his stylist because you have helped him tremendously. Because mm-hmm. once you can't dress, you always can't dress. Yes, yes, can't. And then basically, um, Nikki was just basically like, how dare you come at how somebody dressed and you can't dress? So then basically, Meek Mill started going off um, tweeting saying, oh, because you know that's Twitter fingers. With fingers, F-I-N-G-A-Z. <laughs> he started saying that basically, um, Nikki is so mean and she's such a horrible person. Oh, Nobody God. in the industry likes her. How everybody knows she's so nasty. Mm. Then Nikki clapped back saying, wow, how dare you say I'm nasty? Nikki spoke about how Meek is um, 
always attacking women, never attacking men. She spoke about how Meek beat up his sister and recorded it, how Meek allegedly kicked Nikki on the floor. Then Meek brought up about how Nikki, um, Nikki brother is a rapist and how um, Nikki Ben knew about it and she was gone, she was paying for his lawyers and tried to pay the women off but Nikki also spoke about how Meek know that the mother of the girl actually tried to extort Nikki for 20 million to stop the charges mm-hmm. from actually ever even coming out mm-hmm. and this beef just dragged and Nikki just talked about how she has proof that Meek um, put hands on her and that basically mm-hmm. the rape has nothing to do with her which it doesn't because it's not actually something she did mm-hmm. it's her brother at the end of the day and Basically, this beef just went on and it dragged for like a whole day and they just fired shots at each other. And I just feel like it's corny. The whole situation is corny. It is corny. And I feel like they're two adults and they shouldn't be doing this. And I feel like Meek Mills, he's really still in love with Nicki Minaj. He is. And like throughout the beef happening, he just finally claimed that he has Milano pregnant. He finally claimed her. Right. And I feel like he's just doing a lot of corny stuff. Like you just, you doing things to get Nicki mad and for her attention. And I feel like you should move on like she moved on. Nikki never spoke badly about Meek before never, the whole beef. Ever. And she actually hel- helped him get out of jail. And I just feel mm-hmm. like... She did. They both look corny arguing. But Meek is definitely taking the L. Like, you let this woman live. Let it exactly. go. I feel you. I, I definitely... I was upset about the whole situation because I just felt like two people fighting and they already... They are, it's not fair to who they're with. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know Milano, but I do respect her and her brand. And I was actually really shocked that she was even pregnant by me because the way she carries herself, I wouldn't even have put her as a rapper, girlfriend, baby, besides baby mother's Baby type. mama. Like, I would look... I would see her more of like a Russell Wilson or something like that. And the way she carries herself, the way she talks about stuff and she has her own like woman there thing where she like, you know, inspires women and stuff like that and know your worth and she's always pushing that self-love thing. And so, you know, and she put out there heavy that, oh, it's because of me that he doesn't put me out there. Like, I don't want to be in the spotlight. Right. But I honestly feel like as a woman, being a woman, I do want to be posted by my man. I do want to have You want to be of, showed off. I want to be shown off. And I feel like that's her excuse of kind of like let him not. Mind you, I recently, I used to work for It's On Site. I don't know if you know about them. Um, Raleigh. Raleigh. I used to do content for them. So he was caught Super Bowl weekend hanging out with his ex. At the club, he left Milano at the hotel, pregnant. What? It's on. It's on site. He was. He was called with hanging out with his ex girlfriend. Oh my god! In the club, in the intersection together. No, his sitting rock right face. Next, sitting right next to each other. No, his rock face ass. Yes, didn't. he was. I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. And I just, I honestly feel that honestly, he just, he loves Nikki so much. I watched his documentary, and that man was sitting here and saying, he like, said he dreamed about having having Nikki as his wife. No, no, he said he would wake up in the middle of the night, like and look over, like, damn, is this real? Is Nikki Minaj really next to me? Like he was. A obsessed with Nikki so I know he still loved Nikki yeah. and I was definitely a Meek fan like Meek was like ooh like that was you feel me I was you and know now I'm like he's corny he's been talking about Nikki and her man for over a year he got a this Stalk, song about him this song stalking Nikki Page still in her DMs like enough is enough Meek like mm-hmm. let it go like yep she and, blocked him but I feel like Nikki dragged him okay she did I feel like she dragged him by his she lace front she did drag him and I feel like he was wrong for saying that she's surrounded by rapists cause you know her husband and her brother And but her husband was acquitted of the charges and then he really went to jail for um manslaughter yeah that's what he went to jail for the girl dropped the charges on Kenneth mm-hmm. and my thing is that you cannot condemn Nikki for her brother mm-hmm. at the end of the day people let him do that I'm gonna be real and say this Rape is wrong, point yeah, blank, is. period. It shouldn't be accepted, but 
you grew up with this person, you love this person, this person yeah. is your brother. Yep. You don't have to accept what they've done. You could say they're a sick bastard. But at the end of the day, if it was me and I was in Nikki's shoes and it was my sister, I'm going to ride out for my sister. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her know you're sick, you need help. But if I can afford to pay for her to get the the yeah. treatment that she needs to be a better person, I'm going to do that. Right. That makes sense. And I, and for him to say that he knew about it, like he knew that she was paying. The, and that means you know. It's like, so, Nick, you know about it, so why don't you say anything? Exactly. Like, so, so you're just as guilty as, as Nikki is then. That's the case. Right. So in this beef, I'm going to give Nicki Minaj the W. And I feel like... We Nicki, knew that. But I feel like Nicki's taking the L because you so bothered. <laughs> you got a whole baby on the way. A whole baby. A whole baby. And then now he posting the girl on Instagram now. At first he wasn't doing it. So he wasn't even getting seen with this girl. He was on his future. I don't even know what's going on with that. I mean, you think they're going to last? He might marry her. No, I don't think so. But I'm going to move on to the next beef, which is... Asian Doll versus Cuban Doll. Okay. So if you don't know, Asian and Cuban Doll used to be best friends. Yeah. They came up together, mm-hmm. and then they just started beefing. Nick Asian felt as if Cuban turned on her, and they started beefing on social media, threatening each other, saying when they see each other, it's going to be on, mm-hmm. telling all of each other's business because they knew each other from Houston since they was young, growing up. That's crazy. So basically, um, Asian did a club hosting, and Cuban Doll came. <laughs> and I feel like Cuban was antagonizing her. She came, she showed up. And allegedly, um, Asian ran down on her to go pop on her. And they said that Cuban Doll and her security maced Asian Doll. Wow. Yes, they maced her. But yeah, so all of them That's was maced. That's heady. That's the Cuban, worst way. Cuban was thrown out by security, looking raggedy like she got ragged. So, I don't know who you're going to give the W to. I'm going I'm to give the W to Asian Doll. Me, I'm, I'm gonna give the W to her even though she got mace because I love Asian Doll. That's but a bitch move though. I'm gonna give the W to Asian Doll for the simple fact that um, it was her show. Yeah, it was her show. You came to her show, but you didn't like how you gonna pop out somebody else, like run for somebody but then mace them. I mean, you gonna throw hands to like, right. mace people. And hey, Cuban is so corny to me. Like her style That's of corny. rap, I don't even think she could rap. To be honest, I think she's mm-hmm. just another pretty face that just got signed. Cuban is so boring, and that's why her label dropped her. Yeah, like, I need, I need something else. And Asian Doll brings a new kind of flavor that we kind of need right now in the industry. It's so light. I need some darkness. Like, I need some dark-skinned women to come out. Like, Period. I'm, 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 it's, I mean, it's, it's LMA. It's, it's uh, Melly. It's, it's um, what's that girl named? Corey? Corley. All the yellow ones. It's just, I'm like, where is the regular, like... See, like, your skin color, like, you kind of light skin, but you brown skin. Exactly. Uh, th- I don't even girl, see girls your skin color. Like, I'm just like, they all look the same. They all sound the same. Summer Walker just added some flavor. You know what I'm saying? Added a little yeah, bit of brown. She but I'm sick mix, of her, but... too. <laughs> she don't know if she want to be anti-social listen, or if she want to be stripping. Listen. People be mixing up what she is saying. She is socially awkward, which means that she can do her thing on Instagram. But when she gets to big places... If you could be ass naked on Instagram, knowing that millions of people gonna see it, you ain't got nothing wrong with you. You just want easy money, summer well, walk. Well, she gonna be at Roots Picnic. We'll see if she don't cancel now. I wanna go to Roots Picnic to see her. I would never Philly. pay for nothing she have because I don't know if she gonna show up. I don't know if she gonna have sing. I don't know right. if she gonna answer her phone on stage. She might be good up there, like. And I will drag her. I'm so nervous, guys. I'm sorry. I will throw a shoe at her. Shout out, let me know the track. You seen um Flavor Love when um New York came on the stage and Buck Wild threw that shoe? <laughs> that is me. No, what about when Lala stood up like yo, like Lala got real New York? Like yes. I ain't never seen Lala pop off like that. I love Lala. <laughs> I AKA, love her. That is my role. I, I died. Lala, aka Miss Nobody. Oh, 
Right. You see the way? Yeah, because that ain't her body. Much. Even though she likes to lie. I know, right? I, work, I worked out. No, 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 sis. I'm reaching you guys serve days. Yeah, when you were shaped like a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Don't do that to Lala. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to our next beef. It's a New York beef. It is A Boogie versus Little TJ and New everybody York. else trying to steal his New style. York. The Bronx. This is a Bronx beat. Oh, I just came from BX. BX, what's up? All right, so A Boogie with the hoodie has tweeted. Let me read this to you. I bet. Keep on trying to sound like me without showing me love, and I'm going to start suing y'all motherfuckers. For real, though. This is the shit. This shit is getting out of hand, and I'm not I'm not trying to knock nobody hustle, but I'm getting sick of y'all craft, the craft y'all bringing to the table, making this shit boring. So basically, A Boogie saying he's tired of these artists trying to sound like him and yeah. stuff like that. So then little TJ tweeted, niggas be mad when it's the next nigga turn to shine. LOL, move out the way and watch me win. Ooh. No help, no cosigns. Ooh. So basically, A Boogie mad because little TJ kind of sounds very similar to him. Yeah. And I believe that. Like, if you hear um, Pop Smoke's new album, he has a song with little TJ. Mm -hmm. I believe that's Mannequin is the song with little TJ. Yeah. And before I looked at the name, I heard the song. And I thought it was A Boogie. I said, oh my God, um, Pop Smoke and A Boogie linked up. Mm -hmm. And it's been a couple of songs that Little TJ is on and he sounds just like A Boogie. Wow. And I feel like A Boogie has the right to be mad because yeah. A Boogie had a sound that was so unique. Like nobody really sounded like A Boogie. Yeah, he did have that sound and everybody needed him. Like he, he has a sound that makes every rap song sound better to me. Yeah, and I feel like Lil TJ, YK Osiris, they buying off of A Boogie style. Oh yeah, YK Osiris for sure. Like he for sure sounds like, like A Boogie. Like he definitely Y'all want to be A Boogie like, but my thing is, it's not going to work when it's 10 of y'all sound the same, then nobody going to get money. Exactly. Be yourself. Like, I feel like Little TJ, he's making good music, but be yourself. I'm sure you wasn't rapping like A Boogie before A Boogie mm -hmm. came out. So just be yourself and be authentically you. Did Little TJ come out and say anything? I just read his tweet. He said, um, basically, like, people mad when it's not, when it's somebody else trying to shine, and he was just basically saying, like, move out the way and watch him get famous. Like, move out the way and watch him oh. Little TJ, like, listen, I'm here. I'm yeah. here, boy, and I'm leaving. He said, I said what I said. Period, Pooh. Yeah, but I'm just going to give the W in this beef. But it's not really a beef beef yet. So I'm going to just give him a tie. Give him a tie? I mean, you can. Because, I mean, his clapback was classy. They both clapped at each other. And they both making money right now. So it's definitely It would even be a new fall, though. He ain't got time. Yeah, but he still needs to make that money. Because Ella Bands like to buy expensive stuff. She showed in the hell too. Yeah, so we're going to move on to our last and final beef. Um which is Star Brim versus Riley, because I spoke about that earlier. <laughs> I love me some Ross. So we spoke about this beef last week. Um, I love Ross. Shout out to Riley and On Sight. Riley, yes, yes. So I spoke about this beef a little bit last week, but it's also continued into this week. Mm -hmm. So basically, um, Star Brim had spoke about how Riley said she was going to have sex with um, Fabio's manager just to get Fabio on the show. She spoke about her how Riley and her does threesomes and how... Her and Ra Ali, um, I mean, Ra Ali and her husband does threesomes, and they pay other women to do threesomes. Oh, wow. They also spoke about how um, Ra Ali, she spoke about how Ra Ali is a bum, and how Ra Ali is um, no longer friends with Nicki Minaj because she talks so much junk about Nicki Minaj in the streets, telling all of Nicki business. Then, Star Brim clap back saying Ra Ali is a bum. She just riding Cardi Coattail. So this week, it even went further to Riley. Um, Starbrim threatening Riley and her family, where she lives at, and stuff like that. So then after that, um, the beef just got real crazy, real yeah, thick. Yeah. Riley just addressed it, and she said, I'm not going to allow anybody to threaten my family or my coworkers. Mm -hmm. Riley said that Starbrim is a bum. She Riley said that Cardi B had ample time to do something to her because 
after the whole big fight at the um, Fashion Week show, they seen each other and it's been months and she's just saying she ain't do nothing. Right. Pull up. Star Brimman has even dragged Kimbella into the situation saying Kimbella was cheating on Joelle's um, for interviews and Sorry, stuff Brim like that. Star Brim won a line. She won, she won, a, she won a, a show so bad. Right? She want to get casted. And I feel like she's just starting with Ra'ali at this point. Yeah, she wants to be on Living Hip Hop. But Ra'ali addressed it on Tuesday. Classly. Class, like, it was very classy. Mm-hmm. And she just, she said it eloquently. Like, don't start no one, be none. And when she see her, it is going to be what it is. Do what you got to do. I mean, as she should. You know, Ra'ali don't be... She done called um, Cardi and Rod dumb dumb and bum bum. And she said Cardi B is mentally incapacitated. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I love Rod. I love Richard Lomax. Listen, I love Melly. Milagros. Rod is, is, is the truth because Rod's an Aquarius. Shout out to Rod. But um, I love Rod. I just don't like that she don't like Yandy. But other than that, I like Rod. Because I honestly feel like, I mean, why she don't like Yandy? There's some whole thing about because Rod used to mess with Man DC. Oh. And then she feel like Who Yandy. Who Man DC did mess with though? Then she feel like Yandy be starting and then, I don't know, but I love Yandy. I love Yandy and I like Rod. I mean, I like Yandy. Yandy is cool. I just feel like they all got their moments of being celebrities. I feel like they got to do stuff that's more genuine and not for the gram so much. Yeah. That was most, that's just my issue with, with Yandy's situation and with other people. But um, I did work with Rod. Rod is a cool person and she's all about her business. She ain't trying to be with that beef stuff. But if it do come to her, she going to do something about Shout it. Shout out to Rod. And on site. Yep. All right, so we're gonna move on from beef in the streets. That oh well, we're gonna who you giving the W to? I'm gonna give the W to Riley. Of course, you give the W to Riley because yes. she affiliated with Nikki. No, but I feel like she really handled. She I did didn't though. like Rob. It was a time where I didn't like Rob because of the Yandy situation, but I like yeah, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna be. Fair I rock, I rock with Rob for sure because Star Brimmons being messy. She wants a storyline. She drags Star and she Cardi. She wants a storyline so bad. So, so I'm gonna give the W to Miss Riley. Yeah. And we're gonna move on to our next topic, which is called political poison. And this is when we talk about politics and stuff going on in politics. I hate politics. We're gonna keep this real short, real sweet. So basically, Donald Trump was acquitted of all impeachment charges of all 40 something charges this man not only has charges of bribery bullying people in his administration um he also had charges of rape sexual assault assault. allegedly and he was acquitted of all these impeachment charges and basically he's just scot-free he's still the president he's still gonna be the president we just gotta vote this motherfucker out at this point (laughs) for real this sweaty orange with that bad lace front Listen, I'm so sick of Donald Trump. I don't know what the hell we're going to do to get him out of there. But um, it's cra- yeah, that's true. Um, it's been brought to my attention, too, that um, the highest, this is a, this year has been the highest percentage, percentage of um, registered voters, too. So this this should be something new. People are actually voting this year. So Black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese, the, Asian, Mexican, yes, y'all better vote. Are definitely voting this year. It's been a high, I think it's like the highest it's ever been, like 90, 90%. We about to do a twerk for your vote. I need people to, or everybody... Twerk on Instagram and put hashtag twerk for your vote and at ZTV, at Black Girl Daily, at yes. all of us and put twerk put for your, your vote. Put on your best thong and let's see what you're working with. Twerk for your <laughs> vote, okay? Oh my God, no. Speaking of twerking, you know about the stripper that fell? Oh my God. All right, so political poison is now over, y'all. That stripper fell. Oh my God, if I was her and I fell, feet. if I was her and I fell, I'm telling you, she, she fell and started twerking again. I would have fell and I would have went right to the hospital. I would have got up the stage like, all right, I'm going to Brookdale. Like, I can't. 
She twerked, but she backed it up and he got the stage. Because she was embarrassed. She died 15 she feet. She was embarrassed. When the person from the balcony was recording her, it looked like they was close to her. So that means she fell. She fell from a building, y'all. She fell. And she, what, um, her t- uh, tip two broke in her jaw. Her jaw. Now they have a GoFundMe 20K she's raised. And we not giving that girl not a dollar. Girl, Bob, we already know you got insurance. You, you got, got Medicaid. And you a stripper. You got that money in the back of the back. She got Medicaid. Exactly. We good. All but right. yeah, that's crazy. So we're gonna move on to our next segment, which is our final one of our fi- one of our final segments, and it's just basically called "You Won't Believe This." Okay. So basically, this is where we talk about a lot of things going on in pop culture, real rapid fire. We break it down, we talk about it, and then we are gonna get into some things. And we're gonna start off strong with a bang because we're gonna get right into it, into the <laughs> thick of it, honey. So basically, Gail King did an interview with Lisa Leslie, and she mm-hmm. brought up Kobe. Brian's old rape case that was acquitted in 2003 or 8. I don't know if it was 3 or 8. It was um 3. 2003, it was acquitted. And she faced a lot of backlash from the black community and basically a lot of backlash from L.A., California. She, she, she basically And basically, Oprah, after that whole interview, Oprah had went on some show and she had spoke about how Gail couldn't handle this. Oprah started crying, saying that, Gail isn't ready for this and this is too much for her and Gail is upset with the network because she feels like the clip was shortened and taken out of context and placed on the show they felt like her network didn't have support for her of course that's what they do of course they want you to they, they want to be the ones that make you look back to your people of course they, they, these networks use a black face to tell it how they really feel yeah they're not gonna say it themselves it, let, let a white person go up there and say how they feel about Kobe and it's gonna be like what the hell but let a Gail King say it it's gonna really like shake us up and so that's what I feel like was happening in this um in the clip that surfaced and I also do feel like it might have been taken out of context it might have been edited and chopped and screwed but I, being in this industry, I've learned so much that you really have to watch what you say. And even if watch it was taken out of context or chopped, you still said it. You, you still asked it. it. You can, That is such a wrong excuse. And I feel like she just deserved to be dragged. I don't. I feel yeah. like the death threats may be a little too far from Uncle Snoop. Right, but right. I feel like she does deserve to be dragged. And they saying, there's a lot of people saying, oh, we have to protect our black sister Gail. No, because our black sister Gail did not protect Kobe. She did not protect his kids or his legacy when she spoke about that. I feel like... Gail deserve everything she get, and I feel like Gail and Oprah has systemically, they have been over the past years dragging black people to lift themselves up, using they black have. people as a stepping stool. They have. And especially black men. They have been destroying the legacy of black men to lift themselves up. Yep. You could say R. Kelly deserved it, Bill Cosby deserved it, yes they did, but what about the other black men they are destroying? What about the black women they're destroying? Oprah has destroyed Tony Braxton for a look, for some views. Oprah has destroyed, um... My girl, Monique. Monique has been warning us for years about Oprah. Yeah. When Oprah brought all of her family on, even her um, accused rapist, to speak about Monique, and she didn't bring Monique on the show. People have been warning us about Oprah and Gail, and I don't feel like they for the people. They've never been for the people. They always pander to white, whiter audience, and they always pander to white people, and I feel like they need to get it together. Yeah, and that was, it felt like it was kind of like watching the clip. It was kind of forced. Like she wanted to force Lisa to say to yeah. say it. And she's like, no, like, that's how I feel. She's like, she yeah. She backed Lisa but, into a corner. Like, like, she just kept saying it, kept pushing it. And Lisa's like, well, that's not how I want to remember him. You know, and that's how, that's not how we should remember him. Yeah, it did happen. It did go down or whatever the case may be. Whether the person was paid off or not, it happened in what, 0803, whatever happened. And it was acquitted. And it was over. acquitted. It was over. And on top of that, too, like, we've already even seen him in this positive light. So why would we shine darkness on something that's so you positive? You had 17 years to say something about it. Exactly. You had 17 years to bring it up. Why wait till now to just bring it up? Exactly, and that's pretty much what everybody's saying. It's like, wow, girl, you gonna use when he's 
his deathbed to bring it up, that's not even okay. Which is corny. You know? And then, not only that, he, we had this whole, like, you know, hashtag dad thing coming on, and, you know, a lot of guys are proud to be dads, and... Girl dad. You know? Yeah. Dads of daughters. Yeah, like, girl dad, yeah. It was just whack, and I feel like, Gail, she deserved all the dragging that she could get, and I don't care how much her girlfriend Oprah want to cry on TV, like... You deserve it. Yeah. And don't try to get black support after you just ripped him down like that. Exactly. I feel like, honestly, they don't... I was just telling my mom this other day, too. Like, you know, they don't do enough to support their community. I don't see them bringing up the next Oprah, the next right. team. They're always giving back, yeah, but to who people in Africa, people here are for. And America. they always giving shots to white people in media. They never open the doors for young black creatives. Exactly. They don't want to really... I think they're intimidated by us. They, yeah. know, they know how powerful we can be with content or with when we do something, we do it the, the right way, the full mile. We're very creative people, so they can be a little bit intimidated by it. They don't want us to probably pretty much take their spot. I don't know what that is about, but a lot of black women, I deal with that in this industry a lot. And it's, it is not just Oprah, it's not just Gail. It's a lot of black women in these high places who don't want to have other young people. me come in they they kind of want to no I wanna, like wendy it's like wendy is passing her torch soon why is she passing to a white man it should be going to a young black woman who wants to be on tv no yeah wendy definitely doesn't support like black creators because she always have like white interns or like white people stepping up at the show like mm-hmm. i spoke about this on my instagram the other day i posted about how wendy had um some lady speaking about love a white woman Speaking about reality, speaking about reality TV, and she, what bothered me really was the white woman was speaking about love and hip hop, <laughs> and it's clear that she wasn't as well versed as love and hip hop as me right. or like other black creatives that really know about this and talk about this every day. Exactly. And I felt like Wendy knew she fucked up right there. Like you should have gave that spot to somebody who's young, black, and up and coming. Because at the end of the day, how many like I feel like she's scared of our talent and our entertainingness. They all are. She's scared of our season, and she know that we will have the audience and not like. I feel like Wendy has to do better with including other including other black people in her show. Like, even when she turn around and you look at her production team, it's white faces. Only black people in that studio we be seeing is DJ Booth and maybe her um, stylist. Mel- other than that, Melvin it's... Melvin, too. Um, who? The one with the glasses? Yeah. He barely black, but we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, now you see what I'm going with. I tell my mom this all the time. I'm like, it's so hard for us to come up in this industry because it's women like that who block us because... They want. They don't block us. They make it so hard for us to get, to get in. It's like it's so easy for, for Sarah to get it. Oh, but oh, to Miss Nisha want to get in? Oh no 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 no. You got to go through all these turns and tricks. You got to go through what I went through to get in. And, right. I, and, the, and the ideal is I don't want my my next my peer or my younger peer looking up to me to work as hard as I did. I want to pave the way for them. Yeah. Um, we're gonna move on to our next topic, which is the power finale has aired and it was revealed who killed Ghost. Oh God! So if you don't know who killed Ghost by now, tune I ain't been out. watching it. You don't know? I ain't watching it so long. Bro. I ain't watching. Listen, boy, I ain't watched that show since um. Ghost thing last season. All right, well, I'm sorry to spoil it for you. If you do not know, Tariq has killed Ghost. His own son wow. has killed him. And basically, the the end of the episode was horrible. I feel like the best episode was the episode about Tommy and how he's starting his new life in California. Okay, Tommy from California. Yeah, he the only okay. he one of the only characters that survived. The showrunners said that it was going to be a different ending because the ending had leaked um two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but it was the same ending that had leaked. So the showrunners announced that there are many spinoffs coming to power. So they announced that such thing as Power Book 2, Raising Kanan, Influence, and Power Force. 
Okay. So basically, I'm ready for that. More jobs opening up. Yeah, they announced that it's gonna be a, a show about how Ghost came up and um how he came up. So Ghost as a kid. It's gonna be a show about Kanan's life. It's gonna be a show about um Tommy, and then it's gonna be a show about Tariq and Tasha and all of the characters that we already know, like how they're going on in their new life okay. after Ghost is dead. And I heard that Ghost didn't leave Tasha a damn thing. He ain't leave her a dime. She didn't deserve it. She turned on him, and she was ratting. Tasha didn't deserve it. Tariq should have went to jail. And I knew power was over once Tasha took off that raggedy ass wig she had on since season one. Bro. And showed her brain. So how? How did? So what do you mean they didn't leave? He, she didn't leave him anything. She didn't get nothing over his money. Where's money gonna go? Um, it goes to um Tariq and um Yasmin, the other baby. Um, he paid um he paid the mother's rent for the um for a year, Tasha's mother. He gave money to Angela's sister so her wow. son could go back to college. Um, and Tariq got the club and most of the money, but he can't get it until he finished a four-year degree. A four-year degree from um, university, and his GPA has to be over 3.5. Oh, he made sure his son gonna do good. Yeah. So basically, Ghost wasn't playing. He set up a lot of stuff so that he can't get this money. Like, or that he really has to earn this money. But I feel like Tariq should have went to jail. Tasha took the charge for Tariq. So now she in jail? Yes. For the murder, uh, and and where is Tariq? In college. Where? Um, some school they got him and they cheated to get him and they made him get a GED. And the um, the white guy that Ghost was doing business with made Tariq go to college. Like got Tariq into the college. And is it in New York? No, it's upstate. Oh yeah, it's upstate, I believe. Oh, uh, and is he staying with the grandmother or? No, the grandmother only got the little daughter. And and Tasha doing life. Yes. On the end, the black woman got the short end of the stick. Short end as of always. Stick. But you know, um, Fifty don't really like Tasha like that. Like, I don't feel like he like um Notori like that. Why he always capping on her though? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. He, do you have an issue with black women in general? I don't know, but I don't like how he treats Notori. I'm gonna have to talk to Fafi. But we're gonna move on to our <laughs> next topic. We have Lori Harvey fought off an attempted car theft in Atlanta parking mm. lot while she was getting her groceries. Her, she was capping. Yeah, a lot of people said that she um staged this because you know she's going she has a case for a hit and run. Yep. That she was involved in. So a lot of people saying she staged this whole thing. I don't know how I feel about this because if she staged it, we need to punish her like we punished Jussie Smollett. Yep. And it should go down. Give her give her listen, give her the twenty five to life. No, I'm just kidding. Nah, I love Lori. I love Lori Harvey. I feel like she she's smart. I feel like she do too much for attention. You think so? I think yeah. she's so quiet. She don't say nothing. She don't say nothing, but she makes sure everything is seen. <laughs> I feel like Lori Harvey, she she needs to get her act together. Ooh. They am this man with all these damn kids. I mean, listen, like, her, that whole little clique, I feel like they can do so much better with the man they pay. I mean, even Fab Daughter, I'm like, well, you can have any man you want. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, and you want the man with alleged herpes. Well, he got to pray it off by which. You think so? That's what Lori said. And she dated money back up. Yo, so, hey, whatever. You can get your herpes prayed off by which. Somebody, somebody who got no, but that's scary. I know. I don't deal with that witchcraft shit. Listen, boy, I am a full-out believer of God. I'm good. God can heal me. I'm you good. You know what, Don? I'm not getting caught up with you in this um this witchcraftery you talk about. <laughs> so it was announced that Viola Davis will be playing Michelle Obama in a series titled First Lady. Yes, I love that. I love Viola. Can she get a star already? I live for Viola Davis. She always got a job, okay? How to Get Away with Murder is ending. It's about to show the last um six Annalise. episodes. But she already got a new job in a new okay, bag. Okay, but like, can we please, can we please get her a star? 
She don't have a star in Hollywood. I don't think her Angela Bassett has been honored yet. Angela Bassett has a star, honey. But she ain't been honored. I don't know. I heard her get an award or something. Angela Bassett better have a star. She done played every black person mama. She done oh played Tina Turner. She done played Co- She done played Biggie Mother. She is the queen of Wakanda. Angela Bassett best to have a star. I gotta Google that because I feel like she's beginning short in the stick too. Well, shout out to Viola Davis. We're going to move on to our next topic. Javante Davis, the boxer, <laughs> was ordered to stay away from his baby mama, Dreda Smothers, after he was released from arrest, from his arrest, which he was arrested for domestic violence, mm-hmm. when a video surfaced of him dragging his baby mother at a public event out of her seat and yoking her up. Like yeah, he's joking her up. Yep, I seen that video. I guess she was with that m- money team. And I feel like she needs, he needs to be in jail and he needs to be arrested because... Like, it starts off with the yoking up and the dragging and the pulling. But then what we going to do when he busts her face open? Or That's why Ari kill left. Her? That's why Ari left. He got, that, he got this thing called, um, he, he's been diagnosed with, uh, diagnosed with this thing called um, short nigga syndrome. You know, you know these boxes be having that No, it's short nigga syndrome. Them short niggas, them short men, they be, they're very abusive. I dated a short guy before. They're very abusive. Their ego is bruised because of their shortness. That happens a lot when it's when it's when they're short. Well, who child? We gonna move on. So our <laughs> next topic is Justin Bieber opens up about his past and how he was addicted to drugs. We knew that. And I don't feel like it's no surprise because Justin Bieber is out in these streets looking like he's 52 years old. Uh, somebody posted up a picture of him in New York and he looked at old. He look unhappy. He do. He miss Selena Gomez. I know he do. They vibe. I don't know why he got married. We gonna, uh, I'm over him. Justin Bieber out here looking like um Brad Pitt <laughs> in the face. But we're going to move on to the judge orders Tierra Marie to pay a 50 cent an extra 5k on top oh of what he owes her. Oh my god, that's crazy. She don't just pay this man her money, his money, but I don't know how he, I don't understand how he, how she lost that. If she don't give 50, yeah, I don't know, understand how she lost that either because she had a good um lawyer, but I feel like Tierra just need to give him her, her little love and hip hop check and move on. Because he, he ain't going to stop till he get it. Yeah, so we're going to move on from that. Jay-Z gets the NFL to commit to $100 million for criminal justice reform. Wow. Shout out to Jay-Z. I feel like he caught a lot of flack for the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, but I feel like he he's did. doing his own thing in his own way, and he's doing more. He's helping a little more. Yeah, I feel like the only way to change things is for us in to it. get in it. A seat at the table, honey. You got, you got to have a face that looks like us involved in it so they can know we feeling so, what we want. You know and what I'm saying? The, and what we need. When he first partnered with the NFL, I wasn't a believer, but Jay-Z has made me a believer, so I have egg on my face. So shout out to Jay Z. Yeah, of course. He's done a yeah. lot. He can do he can do he can do more though. But I'm not, you starting somewhere. Alright, so next we have <laughs> Queen Naja's ex-boyfriend and baby daddy Chris Sales keeps harassing her, using her names in his YouTube um videos for clickbait. That. But now it has gone too far. This is like the 20th video <laughs> with Queen's name Listen, in it. He need money. She has a whole baby father. She's moved on. And I feel like I feel like she just he's just obsessed with Queen. Come on, man. Listen. He's obsessed he with He need her. money, though. He need YouTube. Know, he know how to do clickbait. He know he's a YouTuber. So he should have never cheated. Do. He should never cheated. That's correct. I, I do agree with that. But you know how he is. He got to get that money. So you know how that be. Yeah. So shout out to Queen Naja. I love her. She's one of my... I like her as an R&B artist. I feel like she just needs to work on her performance and skills live. Like, her live performance don't really click for me. Yeah. I haven't seen her live yet, but I like Queen. So Future's son was arrested. He had yeah. a son that's... An older son, 17-year-old son was arrested. 17-year-old son? He got 17-year-old? That's crazy. I don't know if he had an older son. Some people saying it was gang violence related. I don't really know what it was about, but 
A lot of people were surprised that Future actually came to his son's defense and he's trying to he's helping his son get out of he helped his son get out of jail. Is he? And he's fighting for his son. So a lot of people were surprised. Okay. And future. I feel like Future may be a good father. He has a lot of kids, but he's a good father. Right, exactly. I I, I feel that. I didn't know he had a 17-year-old son though. That's crazy. So we're gonna move on from that. We're gonna get more into that next week when I get more details about Future and his son's arrest. But Future has a lot of problems going on with this Eliza Rain girl and a lot of stuff that he's trying to sue her for speaking out about his sex his sex life. So, pretty much. Well, I heard about that. He's mad because she said the sex wasn't good. <laughs> Another bruised ego, I see. Um, I don't know. Like, what would you do if somebody told you your sex game was whack? I would be mad, but I mean, you can tell me. me. You can tell me, but don't go and tell TMZ. Honey. Yeah, that's true. Like, and teach me what you want, how you like it. And my sex game ain't whack, honey. But <laughs> you could, you could tell. Um, you could tell. Don't yeah. you could tell me. Don't tell TMZ. Right, exactly. That's too much. Right, it, it's embarrassing. And it a is. part of his brand is being sexy. You know, like women right. love him. He has all the babies. He's a nasty motherfucker. But mm-hmm. we're gonna move on from that. Azalea <laughs> Banks took on to Instagram Live, yelling and screaming and crying about how her racist neighbor pulled out a gun on her, tried to shoot her because she was playing music too loud. Where has she been at? I like Azalea Banks. You know, people don't like Azalea Banks. I really like Azalea she's Banks. She's a troll. I feel like she does the same thing Joe Budden does. She does. But people hate she her. Does. She does. Because she, but she do be doing a little bit too much. I mean, come on. I'm calling Lizzo fast, so, and the mammy. I and hate, all right, I don't hate Lizzo, but I, I kind of agree with what she said she about Lizzo. Much, she's like I mammy. feel like Lizzo be doing too much, and I yeah. feel like she does it for attention. Like, you could be a big girl and be talented, and people just going to love you because you're talented. And people going to love you because you're big anyway. Yeah. You don't got to be throwing it in people's and face make all the time. It- yeah. But I, I feel like Azalea Banks, I felt so bad for her because people was just saying, oh, she's on drugs or she's not telling the truth. Right. But wh- what if she really was in danger? Like, what if this man was really going to shoot People her? don't care. She has pretty much put out there. She's pretty much disrespected everybody in the industry. And people, she went from being a number one person that people want to collaborate with. I mean, Beyonce, Brianna, they all want to work with her. She was, She's a unique artist. Yeah. So they don't care about Azalea Banks. They do not care about her. She is a mean troll to people. Well, we're going to move on from Azalea Banks. I hope she gets all the help she needs. I do, too. And I hope she move out that apartment or whatever she's living. But Takashi 69 says oh, that God. once he gets out of jail, he is moving far away from New York. <laughs> he, it was, um, sources are saying that he's going to have the top secu- like top flight security getting him out of New York. From well, what check? No, he's he signed a multi-million deal while he was in jail for two albums. So you got to come out and make two albums? Yeah, a Spanish album and an English album. And allegedly, so, they say he's getting $20 million. So my home, oh, that's why uh, Jay been holding it down like that. Jay been holding it down for dear life by his friend. She want that bag. She want that bag. And I ain't blaming you, sis. Go ahead, do what you got to do. But um, yeah, 6 9 we will help you pack. Gladly help you pack and move up to Connecticut. So where you going? Or Jersey. Yeah, I feel he like he ain't going far. He ain't going far, but I feel like he's never gonna do like um tours again. He's gonna still make music though. My whole thing is this though, like what security is he gonna hire? Because I'll be scared to be security. Like I don't want my yeah, life to be, be hell no. Like that's damaging. I, I need I need the top check if you want me to be your security. All right, so we're gonna get into our final story, which is one of the biggest stories. Billie Eilish took to Instagram saying that um it's a difference between writing a story and writing a lie. She was criticizing hip hop, saying that rappers are liars and that they don't. Don't really experience what they go through. Her exact statements was that Billy. It says that um she said it's like this is her statement. I quote: "It's like <laughs> I got hip hop is like I got my AK-47. I'm fucking and I'm like what? She said you don't have a gun and where are all these bitches? I'm like which bitches? Where are they? My thing is that Billy Eilish, 
you you are getting too big for your britches. She, what gives you the yeah. right to comment on hip hop? You're not even a part of the culture. You're not. You're not invited to the barbecue. And the fact that you are such a culture vulture is like beyond me. And I your mean, music your, ain't it, your honey. Your music, your style alone just marks that you're a culture vulture. You're so. dressing like black people exactly. from 2004. Like, I don't understand. And this kind of like really bothered me that she left and had so many freaking nominations for the Grammys. I was like, wait, what? And now she beat Ariana. I feel like it was really Ariana's year. I feel like honestly, like she is just one of those girls that oh she's she's a cute like white like one of those girls that people want to accept because she has she's so weird that they want to that she's her. weird and only like you know it's only like they only keep accepting people in the industry you know if you're weird or if you're you're mad pretty yeah so they like that weirdness that she offers and I honestly feel like too we live in a we we work in a culture in an industry where like they want people to pretty much have all the qualities of a black person but not be an actual black person yes or be very very light skinned or be very very light but they want us to have everything that a black person has but if you are an actual black person oh hell to the nah I want you to be a white person but have everything that a black person can bring yeah you know so that just sucks alright so we're gonna move yeah I'm just not here for video <laughs> we're gonna just move right along to our next segment so as you guys know that it is Black History Month, honey. It is Black my History Month. My favorite month. My birthday month. Even though we got the shortest month, we're going to make the best of it. <laughs> so I came up with a new segment that I decided to do, which is called the Black Hall of Fame, honey. Ooh. The Black Hall of Fame. And we're just going to name some black people that we feel like deserve to be in the Hall of Fame and that are doing their damn thing. Yep. And I'm going to start off with mine. I'm going to give the first Black Hall of Fame seat to the mother, okay? The mother of all mothers, Miss Angela Bassett. Hey! I love Miss Angela Bassett. <laughs> she is everything to me. I love her, too. And she has just carried herself so gracefully as a black woman mm -hmm. and as an actress in general. So I'm going to give it to Miss Angela Bassett. I'm also going to give a seat at, in the um, Hall of Fame to Mr. Samuel Jackson as well. If we're going to give it to a, women, a black woman, we have to give it to a black man has done his thing in acting. Right. Samuel Jackson has just been around for so long. He has done so many great yep. things in movies. So I'm going to say shout out to him. Well, I have two people in mind that I definitely want and that I love. First of all, shout out to... Um, all of the black creatives, you know, y'all all deserve All the black creatives. Y'all all deserve it, but I'm going to have to go with my girl Issa Rae with this one. Yeah, shout out to because Issa. Because she not only created a platform for herself to pass her, because, you know, being a black creative is so hard, and being a music, not music, a um, movie director is even harder. So yeah. her creating the awkward black girl and blowing up from that on YouTube, I feel like she has created a platform for women, for black directors, and for different type, of different, type of, different type of black women. I mean, different type of, um, you know, writers and all kind of stuff she has opened up a lot of doors for people and so her movie does come out tomorrow to photograph yes. i definitely want to go see that but i want her to definitely have a spot the black hall of fame because she has opened up doors for others and have inspired us to push you know she's a natural woman she wears her natural hair she's unapologetic she unapologetically is black and that's what yes. i love about her um and then the last person i have is tyler perry of course my niece for real because he I'm gonna give it to Tyler he can go in the back yeah he, he because it's not even because of like what he represents it's just that he opens up doors for people like he, he is all about like putting on new actresses new actors like he's all about building and that's what I like about him I like that he built his studio the way he has it so that he can the biggest content. movie studio right so I gotta go see that it's, it looks amazing and so he create he create you know content and he has all kind of like actors and actresses like new people he has his own like Breach of Web yep. I love Breach of Web and he got his own um, walk of fame too with all his like black artists that has worked with him actors shout out to Tyler Perry alright so we're gonna get into our next segment of the show which is weirdo of the week which is we give somebody um, weirdo of the week for just being an asshole 
or just right. not having their life together. And I'm going to give my widow of the week to Gail King and Oprah Winfrey because <laughs> the coonery and the buffoonery I'm not here for. I'm not here for a building right. breaking down other black people to lift myself up. Mm-hmm. It's just very weird to me. I'm not here for how they destroy Kobe, how they destroy Bill, how they destroy... Well, R. Kelly deserved it. I'm not here for how they destroy Monique. Right. I'm not here for I how they did Tony Braxton. I'm just not here for Oprah or Gail. And I just feel like they need to reevaluate themselves, reevaluate they find their soul, okay? Because everything is not worth the money, okay? Breaking down our people is not worth a check. And I just feel the like Oprah not. and Gail need to get it together. My widow of the week. This is old news, but um, it's still new to me. Um, Terry Crews. I don't like the way he disrespected. Period. Another no, one. He did not hold it down for the black women. I feel like a lot of things that happen in the black community um, when it comes to black women is because of the black men not supporting us and not showing us respect. I feel that other races, other people will respect black women more if our black men respected us. And you know, or not even respect, defend, defend, like defend us. I feel like honestly, a lot of races that's best they have. They have you know support from black men. You know. Yeah putting them on and we don't have that support from our black man how we should and so he definitely has to be the real early because like who are you and then like you said a sorry but it was like a sarcastic sorry you like know? i don't really mean yeah it. like i just said it to, so i can shut up type of sorry like i don't like that so i don't like the way he did that i feel like you know gabrielle went like when he put out there that he was a he was sexually assaulted she defended him she defended him on a, she risked her job to defend him and, and support him and black women once again have always stepped out of our limbs to support our black Man, we don't get that in return, so I really want to put him as uh, word of the week. All right, that's right. So we are at <laughs> our last segment, which is MVP of the week. We give someone MVP of the week for just you, being great, you. just doing what they got to do. Somebody that is showing excellence, and I'm gonna give my MVP of the week to no other than the goat himself, Mr. Little Wayne. Little okay. Wayne had put out his album Funeral. And it's his fifth consecutive number one, I believe. Okay. His album went to number one. It's very different. It's a new Wayne. It's very interesting. And I feel like Lil Wayne definitely deserves um, MVP of the week because he's doing his thing. So shout out to Lil Wayne and his number one album, Funeral. Check it out, guys. He has a lot of cool features on there and a lot of different sounding music. It's not the same as what everybody else is doing right now. It is not the same. He is definitely one of the GOATs. Um, I have two MVPs, actually. So my first MVP is, of course... Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union for allowing their their son to be who he is yes. and allowing him to change his name to Zaya. Zaya Wade, I definitely um, encourage, you know, parents to, I'm going to choose my words wisely, you know, LGBTQ be dragging people, so I'm trying to choose my words wisely, but I do support how they handle things and how they support, they're so open with what he wants, what she yes. wants, or what she wants and what she, her change, and so I feel like a lot of people lack that, that's why we have a lot of mental illness, a lot of drug use, um, a lot of runaways, of that, a lot of runaways that run into, you know, um, prostitution a lot of things that lead into you know mental health and drugs and all of that but it's a long stem but they are the MVPs for that they recently came out and said you know hey meet Zaya you know Zaya Wade she's you know awesome she's this and I really love it was just really good to see that yeah I like that especially from Dwayne Wade it was like wow I'm here you for know it. I'm here for that and then um, my next one is of course LeBron James okay so you know he has I Promise School mm-hmm. and he had that school in um, his hometown um, Cleveland and so he recently um, all of the students there were offered full rides from Kent State University that's right so they all going to college 
thank you for that. He also is building housing for people who don't have um, housing for uh, parents who don't have housing. They sleep in their cars or they can't afford to, you know, have a good proper housing for their kids. He's building housing that, to go along with the I Promise School. Period. So I love that. Shout out to LeBron. Yes. Shout out to Dwayne Wade. Shout Oprah. out to Little Wayne. That's how you do it, Oprah and Gail. That's how you do it. We struggling in America too, not just in Africa, god damn it. That's right. So <laughs> that was my show for you guys today. Thank you to my baby Dawn Rose for coming yes, out. Always. You guys can listen to my podcast. Every week we are on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. We are coming over to YouTube. You guys can follow my baby Dawn at Official Dawn Rose. Yep. Follow Black Girl Daily on Instagram. Yes. You guys know you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Rashamel. That is underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. <laughs> and you guys can follow me everywhere. Once you get there, you can find me any and everywhere. Follow my show page at ZayTV. Before we go, I just want to announce that next week is my 20th show consecutively. Okay. I will reach my 20th show. Consistency is key. Consistency, baby. Yes. So it's going to be a special show. So Taylor will be back for that show. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get things on and popping, okay? That's done. Guys, let me know if you have anything you want me to tweak about the show or anything because we're still a work in progress even though we're reaching 20th. And we are out of this motherfucker, okay? You should definitely take calls that day. That'll be fun. Not from the ghetto, honey. <laughs> but we are out, guys. See you later. You hurt? Yep. Turn me up, bro.